We did it, Jonathan. We did it. We did it. We did what? Wait, wait. What, what did we, we do? What do we? Yeah. I don't. We survived. Woo! We survived Maui Comic Con. Huh? Hey, was that your first con? That was my first con, but not my last. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're stuck with us forever, Maui Comic Con. I mean, which huge shout out to Alika, bro. Thanks for bringing us in. Like, I just, I love hometown conventions. It like they like. I go to the big show every year. You know what I'm talking about, Comic-Con International. But you know what? There is nothing, nothing like a small hometown convention that really gives back to its community. So thank you, Alika, Maui Comics and Collectibles, Maui Comic-Con, everything that you've done year in and year out to make this possible and to come back from the pandemic. But, like, Jonathan, since it was your first con, like, how, yeah. how was it? It was nuts. It was so much fun, dude. It was, like... So much talent, so much creativity, the artists there, the comic books, I mean, the excitement. My daughter went, it was her first con, con and she just had a blast as well. Uh, she went as Wednesday, which was great, and she is dying to go to her next. Yeah, you know, oh, speaking of cosplays, that cosplay contest was off the chain. You know, I almost I almost wasn't going to be the host this year because they had, they had their own cosplay host because they're like, yeah, we know we got an MC. But, like, cosplay kids got to stick together. But little did they know, I was secretly a cosplay kid, too. And I got to say, those cosplays, off the hook. I mean, there were, like, there was some that were made completely out of cardboard. There was even a baby. Jonathan, there was a baby, Jonathan. There was a baby. And the cardboard dude, the, what was it, Transformer cardboard dude? No, uh, it was uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion. I don't, whatever it was, he almost elbowed me from the backside with his cardboard wing. But anyway, it was awesome. It was great. We had avatars running around in the place. I mean, it, it was just a blast. And, and again, the creativity. Creativity of the comic book artists, the creativity of the cosplayers. It was just, yeah, just mind-blowing what everybody can do. Yep, yep, yep. And it was actually, it was good to see that, like, the type of community that comes together for a small event you see a lot more friends than you do at a big event i mean i go to enough big events regularly now that you like you have convention friends that you make every day and you're like hey yeah man but like there's no after so when when you do an event like this especially on an island there's always going to be an after so what i like is the fact we made new friends a lot of new friends. A lot of new friends. And, and that's, I mean, that's the most interesting part is we still get to make new friends on an island every day. But to be able to make that many new friends for Manavacow, Rabbit Holes, ourselves, I mean, and to connect with such great talent. I mean, there was a lot more kids than we expected to actually, like, come up to us and go, how do I get in the movies, bro? Right. You know? So, which, which brings me to our booth. Our booth. Austin. Austin, right. can you hear me, Austin? We love you. Come in, Austin. That, I mean, you know, I got to say, like, I wasn't expecting to put much into the booth this year because I was just so concentrating on emceeing. So if anybody came by and saw the Manavacow Broadcasting booth and saw the level of just quality that it was. It was Austin. It was all because of Austin. Like, he made it what it was. He brought in all his gear. We had some nice lights. Like, we were the most well-lit booth in the whole place. Well, because it was Austin. Yeah, it was because it was Austin. Yeah, so, brother, 
great job as always bringing up our production value and thank you everyone who came to our booth because i mean Without you guys, I ain't got no reason to be here. So it was good to know that some of you are listening and good to know that some of you are watching the, the feeds as we're preparing for our insane endeavors like Moku Moku and Siren and Valiant and, uh, you know, all the friends that we're making along the way and uh, the new crew that we're, uh, we're kind of forming as it, uh, as it gets closer and closer. Coming soon to an island near you. It's already here. What? It's already here. We're already here, and we're already killing it. And now that we've met all these nice two friends, like, we're going to do it even better. So, mahalo for attending, guys. Uh, I'm going to start bugging y'all again soon because you know what? Like, once once your convention's over, technically the next day, it, it starts again. So, uh, expect to, you know, the second that I know when... Uh, guests are announced, I'm going to announce it. The second that there's an event page, I'm going to announce it. The second that you can you can sign up for paneling, because we're going to be back at UH Maui next year, cross our fingers, but it totally looks like it. We're going to have like more hardcore paneling, more fun stuff to do, more cosplay, and I hear there might even be be like some, some fun like competition level stuff more than just a silent auction but we're gonna we're gonna be talking about all the ways that you can help out with everything from sponsoring to joining the team to just like give us your time give us your money or give us your elbow grease you know and start planning your cosplay already exactly that we we can have a round table forum on fridays about what you plan and aware for next year so again mahalo nui loa for coming out and making this comic con amazing Cheese. All right, Jonathan, say goodbye to the folks. Goodbye to the folks. All right, and with that, now that Jonathan's gone, I got to say this, guys. The rest of this, the rest of this tape is all going to be interviews, four interviews to be exact, because I was lucky enough to sit down with some of the coolest cats in the Funny Pages business, all right? These guys draw, write, and take part in some of the coolest books on the market. Some of them do it all by themselves. Actually, all of these guys do it all by themselves, and that that takes a lot of talent. So, without further ado, I'm happy to introduce DJ Chris Wayne and Swan this year for my coverage at Maui Comic Con 2022, and be on the lookout in the coming season for interviews with all the other artists who attended, and even revisits with these guys as we start to invite them out for Fridays for my Pop Culture Weekly. So, here we go. Check it out. And if I don't say it after this, be well to each other and aloha. Moving forward. We live in a fast paced world where many people are too busy to sit down and read books or news articles. But thanks to Newsly, you can now listen to the news you wish you had the time to read. By utilizing AI technology, a natural human voice reads you the news, helping you grasp the information faster and more efficiently. Newsly provides the latest news updates 24-7, letting you browse articles from topics you choose. It even has podcasts, including ours. And listeners of Rabbit Holes can get their first 30 days of premium for free, allowing you to enjoy an ad-free experience by using the special promo code in our episode description. So download Newsly today for free on iOS and Android or visit www.newsly.me so you can stay updated on the things that matter to you.
moving forward. All right, we are at Maui Comic Con today. And back from the apocalypse, and I am now getting to talk story with all these cool artists from across the islands. And we are starting with DJ Kevikane. Brother, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. Right on. So I guess, you know, you're the first one. So origin stories, here we go. Like, I, you know, I, I seen some of the books with your name on them. I, you know, First time, a long time listener, first time caller. So <laughs> I got to say, man, like, I mean, I've never personally known anything about you, but I've seen your work every time I go and request. So like, you're, you're a fixture of my life, but now, now we get to know you. So let's, let's break it down. Like what, what made you get into the books, bro? I was drawing from when I was like five, five years old. And then I was a kid that was always getting in trouble because I was always drawing. And um, I wouldn't even, like, do my homework. I would just, like, flip over the back of the sheet and just draw on the back. And then so even my mom, when she would ground me, she would say, you cannot draw. <laughs> you cannot draw. And that's all I wanted to do is just draw. And um, I think I found comics, like, I don't know, I was, like, 12, 13, whatever. And then I was, like, oh, you know, opening up the book, and it was, like, penciler. I was, like, oh, wait, somebody actually draws this. You know what I mean? Like, somebody can actually... You can actually do this for a living kind of thing. You know what I mean? And then so I was, I was like, that was my life mission after that. And I was like, oh, okay. But then I kind of, you know, after I graduated and I kind of fell away, you know, kind of kind of like everybody else. You kind of, you know, find girls and you find you, it's, it's not cool. You know what I mean? Drawing comics is like, well, not back in when I was young. Nowadays it's totally different now. It's everywhere in the pop culture. But trust me, before... Before the movies, before all of that, like when I was young, if you told people you're into comics, they would, you know, they would be like, ew. I get you on that way. No, no, really. Like, I mean, I was kind of lucky in some cases, like displaced on the mainland for a long time. And like you kind of there's enough population out there to get lost in the nerds. But then like, e like even when I came back, it was like, yeah, you can hang with your cousins. But then the nerd cousins go in this corner. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I, I never had no nerd cousins, so I could I couldn't relate, you know what I mean? Of all of, you know, I mean, my cousins, yeah, yeah. I would, I would not ever, ever, ever tell them. Oh, they knew, they knew because they're my family, you know what I mean? But I never had no nerd cousins, bro. You lucky. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't have to hide in the nerd closet so much on that one. But like, okay, so like, what was, what was like, what was like the comic that like drew you out and that like made you really think about it? Oh, that. That, that's easy for me. That's the X-Men. Uncanny X-Men, Chris Claremont, and all of, you know, Jim Lee. Jim Lee was the one. Jim Lee was potential, 90s X-Men. And then I I got that that set me off to the TZ. And then I went to, then I became a Marvel zombie after that. And, you know, it kind of grows outward from there. You know what I mean? And then you don't, you don't only just buy what is coming out. You go backwards and you start reading all the old classics and all the old stuff. And I, you know, my education in comics is spotty because never have that many stores in Hilo. I had, I had one store growing up that was Comic Center and then when I would go to Oahu I would go to Jelly's and so Jelly's was my jam and Comic Center was my jam and then they shut down. You know what I mean? They shut down in like 90, I want to say 95 or 94, whatever it was in the 90s. It shut down and I kind of fell out of them. But I, um, so I kind of quit 
like collecting and all of that and just went on with life. And then what happened was when I was 25, I got into an accident. I broke my back. So when I broke my back, I was down for a year, right? I, I still get these rods in my back. But anyways, my mom, she, she grabbed my old sketchbook from high school and she was like, hey, son, draw. And boom, and I fell back in love with him. And I was like, okay, maybe since my back is broken, maybe I can do this, you know what I mean? And so I started drawing and, I, and now I'm still, still drawing and still doing them and it's still, you know. Right on. So, what what are your books right now that you that you're you're drawing yourself? So right now, um, Exilian is my book. Exilian Creed of the Night and Hawk. I have five issues out, uh, but I'm working on. No, I worked on a lot of books. Um, Mana Comics has a lot of, like uh, Young Kamehameha. I I did that one last year. Um, a lot of Amukua Guardians. Uh, I did stuff for Big Dog Inks, um, Island Tales imprint. So Island Tales got, I think I got um, three or four um, comics over there. I usually sell them at the shows, but I almost missed my flight, so I <laughs> left all my books at home because <laughs> I, I barely made a plane. So I, I left one box home, and the box had all the, all the comics inside. So I only get Exilian with me right now, and only get Exilian number one. And that's because the rest was in the other big box, and I left everything else over there. But yeah, as far as comics, uh, Island Tales get um, what's it called? Uh, the King Who Ate Man, uh, Battle of the Owls, um, the Rainbow Maiden, Kahalo Puna, uh, and then uh, Mana Comics. I did I, f I forget which issues. A lot of issues for um, Amakua Guardians of Hawaii. I did the Phantom Surfer. I did oh man I can't remember all the work I mean I got I got a pretty good um size collection of work that I did and I cannot remember them off the top of my head but you can check out my website or you can check out my Instagram or um my Facebook DJ Kavikani or First Watch Studios and I mean I I kind of been offline I've been so busy at work and haven't haven't been online my social media presence is pretty much dead lately but I used to post a lot I used to post a lot and, you know, you can still reach me over there. You can still, like, if you message me or whatever, so I'm, yeah, I, I'll sell you books right off right off of the Messenger app. You know what I mean? Like, oh. Right on. So, okay, I got, I got two questions for you before we go to the next artist. But, like, one, because this is the question that every kid asks at Comic-Con. What is your number one advice for, like, Sticking to the art and, and trying to get your own book out there or trying to work on, on books or whatever. Number one advice is... Oh, that's a hard one. Because you get so much good advice. But number one... Number one is be, be logical. Be feasible. Like, you know what I mean? Like, um, discipline yourself so that you can fit them into your schedule. Because life don't stop just because you want to do this stuff you know what i mean you gotta you gotta if you work you gotta work if you go to school you gotta go to school you gotta go on with the regular part of life and then this enriches that and it's, you know I, I finally had to learn that lesson because before the aim for me used to be i'm gonna be a i'm gonna be a um you know famous whatever i was gonna be a big star and it just it never happened but i can still do them and i can do them on the side but as long as you're doing them that's fine, you know. Just keep doing them and just make time. Just make time. I don't know if that's like five answers or four answers.
Hey, you know what? It's that's that's a big answer, and that you know, and and it's and it's it's definitely different than than some some others say. And I I appreciate how realistic of an important answer that is, because a lot of kids need to hear that. So fun question. Then, if I'm not reading you, who else should I be reading? You should only be reading me. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. <laughs> um, you can read my buddy over here, Todd Bernardi. Um, uh, what's his called? <laughs> Kukui Project. Kukui Project is good, um, especially if you're from Hawaii. He get, he get, and you can talk to him probably next or whenever. But you can hear about Kukui Project, or you can, or you can, um, Mana Comics, Amakua Guardians of Hawaii. Um, Sam Campos has uh, Pineapple Man, Hawaiian Avenger. You know what I mean? All, read the local stuff because we're all local. We're all Hawaiian. I'm from Hawaii. You know what I mean? Well, st- Stop! Stop with the Marvel and the DC. Just support local. <laughs> no, I, I get you. There's, you know, we, there's a lot of good gateway comics out there that got us here from Marvel and DC. But I really have to say that, like, now is the time more than ever to go finding local artists because it's there's so much content out there that could be in the hands of readers and being absorbed by new eyes and be appreciated. So, thank you for. Being one of those those amazing books to like be on our shelves here on island and across the islands, and uh, I look forward to uh, to talking with you more in the future. But DJ, appreciate you. Hey, thank you for having me on it, and let me know if you like talk story on a podcast, bro. I'm always game. I love talking stories. Anytime, anytime. I I definitely want to get your your take on some of the new story arcs and the bigger stuff. Because even though some of us, you know, may not be reading them all, because you got to afford to buy local first. We'll just we'll just pick apart all the digitals we read <laughs> in the week, so we can spoil for you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Let's. I mean, bro. I'm, honestly, I haven't read anything from the big two a long time. You know what I mean? Just because it's busy. You know what I mean? And it's costly. You know what I mean? Paying like six seven bucks and then i get the i buy you know it's all these variant covers and i, I realize hey, I, I already read this issue already that's how they get you the variant covers and everything i mean a uh, dude i i probably got at least like eight thousand dollars worth of comic books at home that me and my mom collected in my youth that's just like it's all like how, how many different covers of death of superman can you get right 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 i i remember i i was so happy because i bought a bunch of bunch of comics and then i Open like four of them and was the same comic. You know what I mean? And because my mind is out of it, like it's a whole, you know, it's a whole marketing thing where they get you in different ways. And I casual, like I used to, I used to read, like you know, all, all the time. I used to be the Wednesday Warrior before, you know. But that was a long time ago, and now it's a whole different balling game. Like you know what I mean? Like I, I, I kind of keep up. Just get way too much stuff coming out, so I just do my own stuff. Right on. Well, we'll make sure that they start reading your stuff. So we're going to include your links in the show notes. And uh, now that I got your number and I know you pick up, we're going to get you in on Fridays. And we're going to talk story about about the books, about the books that become movies and, and TV shows and everything. And just let, let's that's wax on, on all of it, brother. Mahalo. Yeah, thank you, bro. Thank you for having me. Moving forward. All right, the Maui Comic Con contest continues, and I am here with Christopher Loman, illustrator. Say hi, Chris. Hey, how's it? So, um, 
we're starting from scratch on everybody because the internet doesn't know half half the mooks in this room. So we're just gonna we're we're gonna we're gonna start with origin stories today. We we got a couple good ones so far. So like, let's let's just start from scratch. Where 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 do you come from in this magical mythos of comic books and animation? Uh, I'm from from Hawaii. I'm basically been comic fan all my life uh and uh, i mean just been <laughs> i don't know what, to say. what what got you into it? were you always an artist or was it something that hit you early on or late on or yeah um i i always wanted to be a comic book artist but i never really was able to do it um i actually went to comic cons uh comic con san diego like 10 years in a row trying to break in showing artwork nothing ever came of it and then um Finally gave up on that and was just drawing on my own and then um, met Chris Carvalho, who is basically the founder of Mana Comics, um, and we started Amakua um, back in 2015. So it's been good since then. Right on. So, um, well, I guess let's, let me, let me ask before we get into your comics itself, what what is what was your gateway drug in the in the, in the comic book universe? Uh, for me, it was like the early um, X Men. Um, this was mid '80s, so I, it was X Men. Uh, I actually was a Transformers fan, so I the comics really weren't that good, but they they are what got me into comics. And then um, like GI Joe, um, Fantastic Four, um, just a lot of the early Marvel. Got a few years older, then started reading DC and getting into that stuff. But yeah, I, I've been into comics pretty much all my life. Uh, so does that, any any of those uh, bleed into what you do now, influence any of that? Um, definitely some, um, although I also have a lot of like anime influence because um, I also started from the um, 80s anime, like Robotech, um, Transformers again, you know, Star Blazers, things like that. And then all those things kind of fed in and everything feeds off each other. So I, I think I have a lot of um, my stuff. If you look at it is, is kind of superhero-y, but there's a lot of anime manga influence in there. All right. So now, now we know what got the brain going. So what, what is your pride and joy? What, what are the characters that, that you bring to the page? Okay. So um, I, the thing that's like, brought me into doing comics um, regularly again was Almakua. So I got to mention them first off. But um, for them, um, I have one character. I, I created the bad character or the nemesis of Sister Shark, Taco Ninja. So I'll be um, developing her some more. We'll be seeing a comic for her on her own um, in the future, too. So that's something that I'm working on um, and, you know, working on with Chris for for a future development. But then I have my Dwarf Star Chronicles, which is basically um, something I developed with a friend, Tim Nelson, who, um, and basically this predated a lot of the uh, fairy tale stuff um, that, because I think, um, I can't remember the name of the show in on NBC, but there's something that did it. But this basically incorporates a ship that goes to different like fairy tale worlds, and then they go and um, pull off heists, a la Ocean's Eleven. It's it's more of an all ages book though, so it's not like racy or anything. It's just um, the ship having fun, trying to to pull off these zany things. And so, first issue, they go to Wonderland. 
Second issue, they're trying to break Mr. Toad out of pen, uh, Gingerbread Penitentiary. It's just good, fun stuff. Yeah. I dig that. Like, I, I you know, like, I, I got a, a, a couple of the Amakua comics from Native Intelligence. So, like, I, I, I know about that. But, like, I never really, like knew what dwarf star was about so now you've you've piqued my interest like i i want to break into a gingerbread prison <laughs> yeah it, it's fun and how they pull it off um there's like twists and turns in there it, it's you know fast paced it, it moves quickly and we're ready for their next one where they go to sleepy hollow so yep should be fun dig it dig it so stories like these where do we find them um, you can find them at Maui Comics and Collectibles. Um, you can reach me um, on Instagram at Chris Loman Art. Um, that's K-R-I-S-L-O-H-M-A-N-A-R-T. Um, and, you know, that's the, the best way to reach me. Just DM me there. But um, as far as the Almakua stuff, uh, you can also do it at monocomics.com. Right on, right on. So uh, I'll make sure to put those in the show notes, and uh, we'll tag you on on the pages. But um, one last thing, what do you got for us? So actually, um, the thing I've been working on the past year is Pele. So Pele comes out in March next year, and that one, um, seriously, it's the the best work of my my life so far. So um, that one should be exciting. We're gonna have a release here we're going to try to arrange something with maui comics too so um we're excited to come back for that sweet i i know i'm going to be at that release party then right on that's you know that's uh cosmic timing concerning everything going on these days so it's, it's almost like you, you the 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 harbinger alarm has come pele is ready now to be in comic book form well thank you uh and uh can I get you back on later sometime to, to talk books and, and what's going on? Sure, absolutely. Righteous. Well, I'm going to let you talk to these amazing people, and uh, we're going to have more coming to you from Maui Comic Con. Mahalo. Continuing down the, the row of amazing artists here today. How you doing, sir? Great. Awesome. I'm good. So, like, I mean, I, I'm trying to get to know all, all the faces on the scene. So who are we talking to right now? Wayne Lowe. And what do you draw, sir? I do everything. <laughs> everything, everything? So from top to bottom, back page to front page, text and everything in between? Yeah, I've got a comic book um, right here, Darkness to Light. That's a short version of the title. I did um, the interior art. My friend did the words. Another friend contributed some really cool creature designs. Um, I've got a bunch of prints down here. My son has some of his artwork here too. Um, doing con sketches, having a great time, hanging out with creatives. You know, you kind of go crazy when you're not around other artists. So it's fun to be here. <laughs> Right on. So the, the, the big thing that I'm trying to cover today as we're meeting everybody, we, we're doing origin stories today. So we, we'd like to know what, what, what brought you to this magical world of fantasy and creation and how you, how you brought your, your passion to the page. Oh, man. Well, it started out about, no, even younger than him. I was four or five years old. I had drawn a bunch of pictures. Um, kind of little bubble man stick figures and I decided I was going to take them around 
our neighborhood and sell them for 10 cents. <laughs> I got to the first door. My mom was behind me. And uh, everything just flew out of my head. And I just said, here, take it. <laughs> that, that's, that's an interesting way to start. It's like, it's like you're selling them like they're Girl Scout cookies, but then you're just giving it away for free. <laughs> I was like five years old, right? So, here. <laughs> so... So that that's how you started. What what's uh what inspired you to go to that step further? Oh, I've just always loved to draw. I'm, I, you know, parents put me in with art teachers since I was like eight or nine. Thank God for that. Um, bought comic books from the local Seven Eleven. Um, yeah, and it's gone the whole way. I've I've done stuff for comics, for movie special effects, for animation, video games, a little bit of everything, um, kids books, and as long as you know I'm making something with my hands, I'm happy. Right on. So let's let's talk about your story here. What what's what's between these pages that that's gonna that's gonna bring people to this table and want to know more? Oh man, uh, I suppose we've all kind of been through some rough times, yeah, over the couple, last couple of years. This is a personalized personalized story from my friend Kenny, and uh, talks about how he just ended up going down this like dark spiral, and how he got out of it. Um, so yeah, it's it's a adventure. It's um something I think everybody can relate to. So come and get it. <laughs> right on, right on. So like I have yet to tear between these pages, but from the looks of this, this has got a, a nice strong like faith based look to it all. So what's behind that? Uh that's really the core of who I am. Um uh, and I guess part of the, the story that really resonated with me from Kenny is the same thing. Um, I was working for a good 10, 12 years in uh, really high-pressure situations in entertainment industry and stuff like that. Toward the end of that, you know, you really get caught up in a lot of the glitz and stuff like that. And uh, took a quick break from that for a little while, reconnected with the Lord. And... Um, yeah, haven't ever looked back. I mean, it's just, if you create, you're around good people, having fun, it's all you need. <laughs> right on. I, I dig that. I dig that. So, uh, before I go, um, how can people find your books, your creations, everything? How can we follow you and patronize you? Uh, WayneLowArt.com. You can find everything there. Right on, right on. We'll put that in the show notes. Well, thank you, Wayne. Awesome to have you. And uh, can I bug you more in the future and talk about? Yes. Absolutely. Sure. That'd be awesome. Right on. Well, thank you for letting me stop by, and we'll catch up with you more later as the weekend continues. All right, the Maui Comic Con Concast continues, and we're here with Swan. Brother, nice to meet you. How's it going, Kavika? It's nice to meet you. 
So, um, man, I just, I mean, I just caught your table as we're coming by, Ohana Comics, and you got some interesting stuff here. I mean, you caught me with with the obvious pop culture stuff. I mean, we saw some Care Bears and some Slimer, but there's this other book over here with some interesting characters in it, and I want, I want you to tell the people what it's all about. Well, thank you for asking. It's called Tales from the Kitchen. It's where I take food that you waste, and it comes back to haunt you. See that that hits me right in a very important spot because when I when I first met you we were we were already drift compatible from the second that I met you because you you said one of the most important things that I love to repeat on this show and that is so, oh yeah or talk about how in America seventy percent of all the food in the store is wasted. That's a huge thing. So I, I, dude, just the fact that like you know that as an artist and you project that, but like what brought this this story about? It's actually, um, it was really an accident. What happened was one night I was just, I was challenged by my son to draw a SpongeBob. Instead of SpongeBob, I made a Musubi. And I had Scooby-Doo getting chased by the Musubi. And then it started going to where I was watching him waste food. I was like, how about just making any food? And I was just observing him and any food he didn't eat, I just turned into a little monster and he actually kind of got freaked out by it a little bit. And then it just grew from there. Dig it, dig it. So I got to know, what, what got you into comics? What got me into comics was just mostly I grew up with a lot of medical conditions, and one of the things I always turned to was reading. I got tired of the normal novels and just decided to go into more speculative fiction about superheroes. And if it wasn't for Marvel's Ghost Rider and Scooby-Doo and The Goon by Dark Horse, with some of that real Ghostbusters cartoon love, it wouldn't have brought me over. Dude, I knew I liked it. you. You already like hit the cue. The goon, ghost rider, man. So okay. So beyond this, like, what? What's your what's your jam? What what what's here? What are, what are we running? There's a there's a fundraiser. You're trying to get like your own book off. Yes. So what we've done is we've taken about two years due to COVID, and we're trying to get fundraising for the book going. The book is already complete. We're just trying to get the cost of shipping printing, all of those little nitty-gritty details that most people don't understand go into creating a book down and covered. That way we can bring it out and just hopefully release it by next year, October. We're looking at it to be at least a special for Halloween. Right on. So, how much Kahlo do we need to produce for you, brother? The goal right now is just $8,000 and that seems like a little bit of a steep goal, but I'm not giving up on it. Oh, we we're not gonna that we could do that in nickels and dimes. It doesn't matter. Like they don't carry. We just we just roll all the quarters, take them to the bank, and then still gets turned into dollar bills, right? That's true. That's true. That's the best way of looking at it. We're just taking it one day at a time. And it all starts here at the Maui Comic Con. Right on. So uh another big thing that I'm I'm trying to talk to all these local artists about here is like what can you say, as a guy like in the trenches trying to produce your own stuff every day, for all the kids out there that like trying to figure it out, the kids with imposter syndrome, the kids trying to like look forward and like sell their art, like what do you have as you go on every day that you could tell them to inspire them to move forward? Whether it's in a convention, an art class, or if you're just sketching amongst family members, look to your left and right and always remember that you are you. Don't try to be the next anybody. Try to be the first you. I dig that. That's the most important thing because you, you really can't be anybody else but you. So uh, where can we follow you? Where can we support you? 
You can find me on Facebook at Uhane Comics as well as Instagram at Uhane Comics as well. Uh, we also have an Uhane Comics Twitter page that we will be posting more of the advertising to. We're also on Patreon. We're looking for people who do support. Support gets you some perks. We're just doing a quick $10 subscription that puts us towards the book and we get you guys a copy once it's released. Right on. So is there anything else that, that you'd like to share with our listeners today? Basically, what we're trying to do is whether we sell 100 copies or one copy or I don't sell anything. I just want to make sure that the message is clear. <laughs> we're just looking for a way to teach kids not to waste anymore. I like that. I like that that's the center of that because not many people think about like the drive behind an art sometimes, especially in the modern day and age. We we look at it through just the commercialism factor of does this make me laugh or is this entertaining or the colors cool or the depth or whatever. But like nobody thinks about like the real drive or narrative reason to create. And I think that this is a very inspirational thing, especially like for a culture like ours, because we know waste around here, you know? We think like I grew up like in the 80s, man. So like you'd get the whole like starving children in Africa routine from your parents, you know? You go, you know, I, I get out of the church on Sunday and then my auntie be making dinner and she's like, why you don't finish your chili? You know, there's some kids somewhere who never have as much as you. And like, that's always rung through with me. Like, it, it seems a little like crazy at first when it's ringing in your head as a kid. But then when you grow up and you know that like one in nine children go hungry, that like one pound per person in America of food is wasted per day. And then another 70% of production based food goes in the trash before it can even like go in someone's belly. Oh, yeah. Shipping things here. It's coming here and it's already have half the lifespan already that it needs to be on the shelf. That's and that's a huge thing too, because you know what? And we think about when we think about how we how we save food and and we protect our resources and everything, it's like how can we get rid of waste if we were more localized with our food production instead of being dependent on, on like the mainland for everything? Right. So that would just be the help of going to the farmers here on island. And as a former farmer for Maui, it's something that I said about I want to say eight years ago that farms are something that we need more of rather than the concrete development. But that's something that we all have to find and come together on and agree with. Right. Uh, right. Uh, so uh, I'm going to watch this as it develops. Can I get you back on in the future to talk more about this and we can have a more prepared talk about like food waste and what can be done and also talk about your comic? Of course. And anytime you want to do an interview, you already know where to find me. Hit me up on social media and we'll get together and we'll do that interview. Righteous brother, thank you. Thank you so much for your time, Kavika. I appreciate it. <gasps>